right, and here we are. That may change fast. Welcome to the Going Places podcast. Camping Clark Hill. Our guest who is sitting here now is already dying. Oh wow. <laughs> well, uh happy I guess if you're listening, happy Monday. It's a Friday. So we'll be doing that. Welcome to episode forty five of the Going Places podcast. Um if you did listen last week. We did have our friends Josh and Lori from Tattoo the Geek Song. That was an awesome episode. And if you listen to the big one we have Wednesday, uh, you want to really real, real, real quick recap that with uh, how it came out for That was, yeah, that was an amazing was, experience. That was awesome. Yeah, great job. That was. Yeah, he was very gracious to those people after reaching out to everybody. That's just the total guy that he just walked out. But today, we have another very special guest on today. Um, this is somebody. Oh, long way to guess. We, long way to guess. We've been waiting a minute. For over a year. We've been out here a minute. We've actually been waiting a year to have her on. We have. And uh, we're glad to finally walked out. Uh, she walked for the Cherokee County Drug Administration. For what? She worked for the Cherokee County Commission on Alcohol and Drug Abuse. C- Commission on Alcohol and Drug Abuse. That's Commission on Alcohol and Drug Abuse. She's having an upgrade. Yeah, promotion. Yeah, well, and uh, not rehab, uh, prevention there. And she's also the head of bar and the school system. But besides that, uh, you know, she's a good friend of ours, good source with us. And actually, she has been a big help with the podcast, kind of behind the scenes a lot of times. Helping us out with some guests. I like, I like being behind ideas and stuff. And yeah. Well, there you are. So, <laughs> we are glad to welcome Sierra Rollins. Thanks Woo! for being on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> thank, thank you, guys. I appreciate being here. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going first? Well, uh, let's go ahead and get the big stuff out of the way. If you would like to, since apparently I messed up, if you would like to uh, introduce yourself a little bit better and kind of so. what you do and who you are. And, Okay, so my name is uh, Tierney Rollins. I work with the Alcohol and Drug Commission here in Cherokee County. Uh, I've been doing prevention for five years. August will be six years, and I'm heavily engulfed in the community, but more so in the schools. So prevention for me is education. That's all it is. I want to educate people on so many different things other than just alcohol and drugs. So it is relationships, it's connection, it's encouragement, um, it's ministry. It's how I look at everything that I do. So, Yeah, so what would you say are you spending a lot of your time on right now as far as you know, what goes and like what's going on in the community that you're really paying a lot of attention to and working hard on right, right now? Right now is planning for next year, but the focus, community focus, as everybody's heard of fentanyl, we are right. focused on educating the community about fentanyl and Narcan, uh, two new drugs that have come on the scene, ISO, and the other one I cannot pronounce, but it starts with a P. Um, that's what we're doing Yeah. Uh, at this current moment. Because we, we've had, just locally, so many people overdose. And overdose doesn't mean death. It's, right. it's, every time I say overdose, I think people get concerned that, oh my gosh, someone died. No overdose with a response of Narcan it's still an overdose. It's counted as an overdose. So we are really talking about Narcan, getting it out into the community. The agency gives away Narcan. Someone, they can walk in and say, I hear you guys are giving out Narcan. Give it to them for free. No questions asked. Um, and they leave out the door with their box of Narcan and instructions. That simple. Wow. Yeah. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. So you said you've been doing that it's almost six years now. What's almost six years. It's weird how the job opportunity came about. Actually, Dr. Bruce told me about it. He heard from a friend of his in ministry and came and told me about the position opening up here in Cherokee County. I was actually working at Crest High School as the graduation coach in Shelby, North Carolina. And I was was good there because I've been in schools. um, I'm not going to say I'm great with teenagers, but I think I'm relatable. I try to relate. Uh, to everything you guys are going through, and yeah. I can't keep up with social media, so I'm I'm way behind now. But um, he told me about the job I applied, and David Tony was there, 
when I first started and we called ourselves thunder and lightning. You know, we were <laughs> running fast and making noise, you know, everywhere we went, raising awareness uh, in Cherokee County. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. And so just a question and you might know, you probably do, but kind of coming the through the school, school year is wrapping up. Have we seen, cause you're, you're heavily in the schools, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any, are we seeing, I would say, a decrease in people in drugs? No. Or are we seeing it's skyrocketing and everybody's kind of, it's really hurting schools? It's, it's hurting the community as a whole. Right. So when you look at the schools, you see kind of a small snapshot of what the community looks like. So whatever they're finding in the schools, we know it's in the community somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere to make it into the schools, yeah. right? So you were saying if there's been a reduction, no. Uh, we see around this, this time of year in the schools, students tend to want to experiment a little more. You oh, have yeah, more social gatherings, more parties, because you have prom, you have graduation. You have so many other things going on. People just excited about, oh, it's the end of the school year. It's, yeah. it's time you know, for summertime. Um, and they get involved in, in different things. And normally, it's more so alcohol than drugs. Um, I, I, I want to say from our data, alcohol is more accessible. It's in more homes. Yeah. You know, I just read a story yesterday about uh, a kindergartner in Michigan who took alcohol to school and during snack time shared with her friends. So I know that's wow. like it's, kindergarten. Oh my on. gosh. But she honestly thought it was juice. It said, oh, yeah. pink, it said pink lemonade on it. So she just took it to school. How, yeah. How are so, kindergartners going to know that? Um, it's, it's so accessible. But yeah. everything that's marketed in in the drug and alcohol world, to include tobacco, is marketed to youth. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at the flavors, if you look at the colors, uh, if you put up a juice next to a Four loco or any other alcoholic drink, they look basically alike. And in the gas stations and in stores, they're right together. So to differentiate that is rough for a student who doesn't really know. So they may just grab whatever and they're trying to drink it. It's... It's a hard world to be in, but I, I love what I'm able to do. I mean, I get to sit here and talk to you guys right yeah, now about sure. this, and this is what I'm doing in the schools. It's just having those real transparent conversations, and that's what families and parents and uh, everybody needs to do instead of saying, okay, you know, we can't sugarcoat things anymore. We have to outright have these conversations because you guys are facing this every single day. Mm-hmm. So when I do go into a school, I'm not talking at students. I want to have a conversation because I learn more from students than I already know. Because yeah. this is a part of your culture and what's going on. Definitely. And it's like, you know, one thing that I've definitely noticed about you that I think is great is that your whole thing is just, you know, starting conversations, sparking dialogue as kind of the pinpoint of when we can, you know, actually, you know, address the situation. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's great because I think that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um... You know, you look at different things, especially like uh, maybe, you know, the war on drugs, 40 years into it, yeah. not walking. No. So I think the way you're doing it, kind of finding a different route on that, because that's really what it is. It's just we need people not necessarily talking at us, but mm-hmm. talking with us and really helping mm-hmm. us. Yeah. yeah. And I would I mean, say, I would say also, um, you talked about coming towards the end of the year, people getting excited to summer, party yeah. it up, senior week, that kind yeah. of stuff. But I would say also, um, I think one reason people, you know, smoke marijuana, vape, that kind of stuff is to take off any stress or pain. Mm-hmm. And with exams and that kind of stuff, yeah. I'm 100% positive that stuff's going to go up. Right. Just with people trying to take off stress and not, just to get away from it. And that's another thing I'm getting into. It's like, I really do believe that pretty much all of this is, I feel like the big old issue here or maybe not the big issue but kind of the parent issue up here that's really spoke to this is the mental health crisis oh yeah. yeah i really do i think that's i think that i know i'm sure we all agree on that but that really is and now do you personally do any walk in that area as well yeah like when i say prevention i'm yeah. looking at everything that right. that's yeah. kind of a stressor to us as humans like daniel just you just brought up a great point about man People are going through exams and this, that, and the other. Family stressors. We just had two years of all kinds of stresses yeah. that we had to try to break through and face. And now... Yeah, nobody's faced that. Nobody's whatever faced the, any pandemic. Yeah, whatever the normal school. is now, we're trying to adjust to. But 
there's still trauma, there's stress, there's things that we're trying to adapt to at this current time. And um, man, a statistic that breaks my heart, and I don't know if you guys know this, but in the state of South Carolina, Cherokee County has the highest rate of suicide in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for us, we don't have the clinicians, we don't have the counselors in place that we need to have that conversation to to battle this mental health crisis. I, I want to call it more so stressors because when people say mental health, oh, stigma, yeah. you know, people back up. There's a wall, there's a distance because nobody wants to feel weak if they're going to a counselor or if they know, oh, I need, yeah, I need right. to get this set up. Um, it's, it's a whole stigma that surrounds that. But mental health and drug and alcohol, they go hand to hand. So I don't see how we're not having these conversations. So wherever yeah. I am, I want to have that conversation and bring that up to the people in the room. And I'm sitting at so many different tables and it's like, where do we start? How do we address this? And how do we change this to where it becomes a part of normal everyday conversation? Because we stepped away from it and put a huge gap in between it for so long. But now it's like, it's right in our face. And I don't know if you guys have paid attention and I'm not on social media a whole lot uh, and I try to limit my time on there. But I saw that just over the last three weeks, there have been so many young women, college athletes, that have committed suicide. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know what, you know, what the research is showing why there. And then I think there was another, I can't think of her name, um, the the Judd's mom. Uh, Naomi Judd, yeah. Now, yeah, committed suicide, you know. So it's kind of like, wow, what, you know, are we paying attention to what's happening here? And not just those college athletes or, you know, this, uh, what we would write as a celebrity, like people are struggling in their everyday lives and they don't yeah. know where to go right now to have those conversations. So for you guys, I hope you have that group of trusted people that can say, hey, I'm, I'm noticing a change in you. To just have that attention to say, oh, oh man, something's going on. They can, they can see it. But I think shame keeps people away from wanting to get that help uh -huh. from uh -huh. wherever that trusted person is. Yeah. So outside of your youth group or your, your young adult group of friends, you got to go find a trusted adult. So that's what needs to happen next. And that's my encouragement to, you know, any uh, youth that are listening or any young adult, you, man, Satan is going to hold you captive in that situation of, of whatever that shame or whatever uh, you've convinced yourself you're not worthy, whatever that is, he's going to try to keep you in that place. And you got to step outside of that and find an adult. Uh, a trusted, sound-minded adult to help you through whatever the struggle is to move forward. I know I went somewhere else with that. No, no, that, that, that just that's, led that's me. That's how we like to do it. That just yeah. led me That's really how we like to do it. We like to ask <laughs> questions and then, okay, that's what some of that sports up. Yes. That's good. That, that, that really is. It's, it's just, it's just, I mean, you know, you can try to, you know, break down, you know, all the, you know, causes of it but just honestly just the world is just hard right now and it's yeah not. definitely we all we we're all battling something yeah you know and and is how how are you gonna are you gonna motivate yourself through it or are you gonna say hey i need some help with this it's only so much you know pumping up and everything yeah. else you can do with yourself when you just you know until you hit a wall you know like, I, I i need some help with this i, I would say that another big thing is finding kids who are going through kind of mentally and mm -hmm. falling to that addiction, uh, whether it be any kind of substance. Mm -hmm. I would say that it's it's hard to find an adult who who you can talk to. Yeah. Yes. And I think definitely the best thing for me is to talk to Cam, somebody my age who mm -hmm. I know can relate with that. Mm -hmm. And also I feel like it's it's... And you were saying, you know, kind of feeling weak to have a counselor. That's also, you know, I'm not going to feel weak talking to my best friend right. about that. Right. So I think it's it's very hard to find an adult who you can kind of talk and really open up mm -hmm. with. And that's like, I think that's a struggle that we constantly have. Yeah. I think really with, you know, you said the suicide rate is highest here. And that, to me, that just makes perfect sense. I yeah. mean, it really does. I think we have, we don't have enough recognition of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go around... I maybe a couple, I would say a couple of ads or billboards around yeah. Chick County that are advertising yeah. this stuff. Hey, call somebody, call somebody. Everything's going to be fine. And I think we just need, we need to realize that 
we have the highest suicide rate yeah. here, and we need to do something about yeah. that. I mean, uh, we understand that we're hurting here, and there's all kinds of problems, mm-hmm. whether it be the gas prices, inflation, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Absolutely. But, and everything's just, like, seems to be falling down. Yeah. The we world also, is, like, falling, like, yeah. like, I was talking, at, and, you know, not, not at all trying to get political, but, you know, when we were talking about Norman about... I, I don't know. I said it seems like the world is just falling apart. Yeah, it really does. It really yeah. does. And it's just so many levels. Falling. The cultural. Yeah. Like, where are we at? On so yeah. on so many levels. So, um, I know for me, I, I talked about prevention. So, and what I do, it, it starts personally with who you are. The the person that you are, the character that you have, how you're going to conduct, conduct yourself. So, I mean, we're thinking about the world as a whole. So, I'm going to narrow it down to my little... Yeah. My yeah. Little, space here that I have to take ownership of. Mm -hmm. So that's my first thing. I can't control everything that's going on with the world, but I can control what's going on with me and how I respond Mm -hmm. and how I I get to go Mm -hmm. and encourage and what I get to do throughout my day. So I can say, hey, I'm going to have a bad attitude and my whole day is going to be crappy. Or I can say, all right, this is rough I'm dealing with and I'm not going to hand this off to someone else because I'm a person, I, I just want to encourage. I want people oh, yeah. to have hope as well. With everything that's going on right now, you can choose to do something different. But for me, how I conduct myself is how I serve the Lord. So that's why I'm like, let me <laughs> bring from the big picture down to that's what great. I can Thank control you. and point it back to the Lord. The, the mental health issue, it, and it's almost the same thing. Like you tell people oh, you can get help. Like you were like, hey, I lean on Camden. I go talk yeah. to him and we have these conversations. Well, Maybe there's a point where Cam is like, all right, man, that's too heavy. I'm going to need you to pick an adult or somebody else to talk to. So there there are resources. We know there's a national hotline. Um, There are some local agencies. We have counselors that kind of specialize outside of alcohol and drugs. And then there's also something new coming to the scene called Game Changers. I don't have a lot of information about it, but you can Google that. I want you to look it up. Game Changers is something that is going to be impactful for Cherokee County. And I think hopefully for other areas. So yeah. if you need help, get help. Definitely. Yeah. So don't live in silence. But there's an embarrassment. And I, I talked about shame and, yeah. and the stigma and all of that. And we have to step out of that box and have hope. Like, I think of people who get to that place of ending their lives. And you have to be in such a dark, dark, like sad place. Oh yeah, and say nobody cares about me. When you, when you know there are people who care about you, and then for myself, like I have to tell people and let them know. But we, I mean, we all struggle. So you got to let the people who are involved in your life. Oh, yeah. You got to let them know that you love them. Yeah. You got to be involved with what they have going on. And I think those right? people kind of in that state. I think they respond better to actions than they do words. Because I can sit here and tell you that I, I love you that. and care about you so much. But if I'm yeah. not actively in your yeah. life like not only saying it but doing that you know expressing love you just you know hug every time i see yeah. you you look great today you know praying for you that yeah and i think also you know you're talking about national highlines that kind of stuff i think for christians i mean we have god it's like a one-way conversation straight to god that we can just talk to about anything and even if we don't get a response i think we do somehow I and mean, we always get something out of that and that's what we need to do yeah look my thing is like you know, I that that kind of is the whole thing, like what you're talking about, just having somebody to lean on. You know, that's something the past couple of episodes we've been talking when me and him just do it. We've been talking about on the podcast about like, you know, just like like sometimes like people how much we get so caught up in kind of the that we maybe don't want to be vulnerable and kind of show emotions yeah. and feelings. But I said I said tell one of your friends you love them today, because yeah. like that's not something that like you go around mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. But that freaks people out. It does. Yeah, you it just does. tell them. It does. Well, you just tell them you love them. Yeah. And it's like, oh. And most times, some some people don't respond. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's not like, I love you, hugs, yeah. and all of that stuff. I think you just get to a place in your friendships and your relationships where you just know. Where yeah. people oh, just yeah. know. Definitely. They, they know like, that you care about them and that you truly love them. But yeah. it's, it's, it's a matter of leaning on other people. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, like different things I've gone through, it's like, you know, definitely... Daniel, but like definitely, I've been very blessed to like have a, a you know group of adults, whether it be my mom or my brother or mm-hmm. even you. And I've texted you a couple times. Yeah. Just some other people in my life that I've been able to, but I I've never, regardless of what happens, I never try to just sit there and just 
my central thing, and I think this has maybe been part of my problem before, is I don't necessarily address things head on. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of just a, oh, that happened, well, get up. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't yeah. know what that comes from. That's, like, totally been my thing in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily healthy, but I think kind of afterwards, kind of realizing, like, hey, maybe I need to talk to somebody yeah. about that. Yeah, we yeah. all process differently. So, you know, if we have a conversation, it's hard for me to have hard conversations. Yeah. You know, I need to go, you know, possibly think, process through it. Um, what, what you guys don't know, I used to be a hothead. Like, I was... I, I wanted, did know if that. We, you didn't know that? Like, <laughs> I wanted to argue. I was going to win every every argument, and I was going to make you feel bad about I can, it. I can specifically remember you telling... It was either you were uh, teaching. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's <laughs> so you said... I, I just always picture you with, like, long hair. Almost like Samson. <laughs> Like running around, and you said you should like run around the court, cuss every. Oh I, gosh. I just thought about you like, like almost like Superman, just yeah, ah. and just like cussing in like the air. Yeah, this was this was uh, uh, absolutely the before Christ days. Um, before oh yeah, I grew up, you know, playing basketball. I love basketball, and I just I remember just right now thinking of that specific moment after a game. The sweet little lady came up to me, and she was like. Oh my gosh, you look like you're just having the most fun on the court. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I think about that now. And that specific game, I probably ran up and down the floor cussing everybody out. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. I did that. I was that person. Yeah. And and now, like bad words make me cringe. Um, I, I don't know if this is because I use so many uh, growing up, and and that probably sounds awful, but no, we get it. <laughs> oh yeah, we get it. But I know. What you're I mean, saying. you guys knew that after Christ, you, there's a complete change. Yeah. Oh, and let's and let's kind of you know um, you know, if we kind of shift from that side of things. Okay. Talk. We, we when, when we when we have a guest on, we always like to really kind of raise that person up and kind of all aspects of life, not necessarily what they do, but kind of them as a person. So like, give us a little bit more of like. Background of you, like what are you in? Like, of course, you know, you're very busy with work all the time, but like, other than that, what are you into? What are you passionate about? What am I passionate about? Uh, I mean, you like doing I work out, I like working out, uh, I like spending time with my family. Um, we are raising my little brother, I should stop calling him little because he's bigger than everybody, he's a giant. So, we, we are going through. I like the word pivot. We we pivot all the time when we have to address things. Personally, for me, uh, pivot is a huge word in my life because you need to be able to adapt to oh, adapt. Word of the day to, the word. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess like what for two weeks, probably the last six months, I've been using the word uh, pivot. It's a basketball term, so it's oh, yeah. it's a norm in my life. And that I mean that's it. Uh, resting. Because I am on the go a whole lot, doing a lot of meetings. Eight thirty bedtime. Um, yeah, I'm in bed early. Podcast people, I'm in bed early, and it's a serious thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Where my my phone goes into silent mode at eight p.m. and hopefully by eight thirty, I'm already in bed. But I wake up really early, uh, and and I thought about waking up earlier. It's just one of the it's, it's a refreshing time to wake up mid morning to oh, start I, I your that. day. I got to sleep. I want to sleep at twelve and got up at six thirty. Like after I have alarms up for six thirty yeah. every morning, no matter what time I go to yeah. sleep. Like, so, I just love waking up that time. I'm, I'm up early all the time. Not that I'm always day. excited about it. Yeah, we went and played golf the other day. He's like, I think you should try getting up early. Because like, I'm on summer break. I sleep until 11. No, that's no. Like, I'm not. Hey. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wake, up, I wake up and I have five hours on. Yeah. That's five hours where not only can I do, oh, you don't have to do sport, but. I have, you know, scores that I get, I can get Kim done. Kim like, I'm not pressed for All right, anything and that's, right that's now. Like, this is what I said. That's I'm like two hours I have, like, no... This is my thing for the summer. Doing me, no negative energy. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't bring those bad vibes in there. Leave them at the door. <laughs> There's no problem with that. I'm, 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 so, I'm if I want to, you know, sleep in, I've, I've, I got up for, I guess, eight, 180 days. I got up early. So for three What's months, early? What time is early for you to start like school? 7.30. Okay. That's, that's, I don't know. That's, I went a little past my alarm. But like, here's what I'm saying. Think about this. That doesn't I, make you a better Christian. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I'm not, I'm just saying, all right, look, you wake up at 11. I wake up at 6.30. I get started at 7. I have two hours. 9 o'clock, I'm doing my schoolwork. So from 9 to 11, 
I can shower. I can. Well, I don't read my Bible in the mornings. Is your schedule that set to where you like at this time I'm going to do this, this time yeah. I'm going to do that? You yeah, the calendar is going to be put up this week. Your Very calendar. Impressive. When you get me. Is that because I have to do this or this it's, is all right? When I don't, I know this. So you're building structure. Structure. If I wake, if I don't miss my alarm, my whole day is. Now it's not like mentally. Like mentally, I'm always happy. Yeah. Well, not always happy, but like I'm still gonna be fine. But like, if I get up at say nine o'clock, my score is not gonna start till twelve. Okay. I'm not gonna get started. So you because, guys are just in different I feel like places missed, right now. I feel like that, that's that's your ultimate. Yeah. Like I've missed that moment where I can wake up and feel like, all right, let's get my day started. I feel like I've missed my day, so it's like, all right, let's just kind of go with the flow today. Uh, yeah. If I get if I don't get up at six thirty, I don't want to go to the golf course that day. I don't know what it is. So your motivation is making sure you can get everything. If I get up at six thirty, if I no, if I get up at six thirty. Whoa. Well, I'll explain to you why I go to the golf course in a minute. Okay. But is it for like anger management? No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. that's exactly. No, no. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is that? Open up that channel. You would have felt so bad. I would have felt terrible. terrible. I work out for anger management. No, I th- not I, that I have a bad attitude. I just work out, yeah. so I don't. No, I, if I get up at six thirty, I feel like I, if I I try to wake up before the sun, and I try to get my day started with the sun. So mm-hmm. twelve o'clock, I'm trying to be up active at the golf course. If that makes any sense. But the sun's up way before then. What are you saying? Sun's up at like seven o'clock. No, I mean the, the top sun's of the, up at like six forty-five. Yeah. Okay, no, I mean the top of the sky. The top of the sky. I'm trying to get up at six thirty. What are you, Native American medicine man? All of a sudden trying to no. Out, all right, look, I have my ways. I have my ways. If, all right, look, if it gets me around, right, and I yeah. get my stuff done, and I'm happy with it, hey, you can shut your mouth. We're not well, I'm like, whatever makes sense We're to not you. Look, I, I'm just All right, think about this. The sun starts, rises in the east. And co- <laughs> it rises in the east and comes up. I'm trying to get my day started when it's on the east. I need to get my water out. <laughs> and I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to. You lost me progress. I'm trying to progress, right? I wake up and okay. I start to progress when I do my schoolwork. I mm-hmm. start to progress when I'm cleansed. I'm taking my shower and I'm ready to go. Cleanse. And when everything's ready at 12, I'm trying to be at the golf course. Now my day has started. I don't have anything to do. I'm just ready to go. So you're at the golf okay. course from 12 to 7. So that's your whole day. Well, I've tried to. But here's... And then from... Here's would be my day planned out as long as I don't have a bit seven. Get home at seven fifteen. Uh we'll round up seven thirty. Seven thirty for thirty minutes. I'm gonna diverge in the word and pray. For the next hour I'm I'm gonna focus on political stuff, read it, um, I'm gonna write on it. Write. Is this really what you're doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is homework or No, just me. Just... Oh, okay. See that's the thing. Go to bed, wake up at six thirty. Now that's what really time do you go to bed? Wait, put TV 10.30 time to now. 12 o'clock. Put TV time in now. Oh, yeah. I try to watch TV. You go to bed at 12? I try to. I went to, I went to bed at 12.15 last night. We stay up late. I went to bed at like 2 last yeah, night. Yeah, I thrive. I thrive at night. I, I get stuff done the in the hour. morning. I get stuff done in the morning. But I thrive at night. And I'm uh, in my element. And I I'm, don't miss I'm those happy. days. However, now, on the mental health side of it, with, um, I think... People spend so much of their day at school. Yeah. It just, it's so draining. Mm-hmm. So they have to find a release with that stress, mm-hmm. find a release with a substance or something. My release with stress is going to the golf course and playing. That's what Everything I was gonna... is off my mind. Yeah, I, was... I have nothing to focus on except going out there and having fun. And I hate it because sometimes I play that and I get really mad. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if I'm not playing for something, like I'll be, I can be fine getting frustrated and mad if I'm playing in a tournament or something. Yeah. But if I'm just out there playing, I don't want to get mad because this is a gift from God that is given to me mm-hmm. that, that I love. So what's the point in getting mad at it? I shouldn't get mad at it, and it's a release for me, and that's what I love doing. That's what I was, was going to say, the opportunity. You talk about mental health. Like, yeah, there is stress that goes along with um, sports, but there's also so many life lessons. Oh, yeah. I think about, for me, the life lessons I learned from sports, but it also kept me out of a ton of trouble mm-hmm. because my time was yeah. full. And like you said, I had a schedule. So not saying that people who don't play sports, they're not going to thrive and have success and different things like that. It was just something for me that I needed. And everybody has to find that one thing that they need to uh, 
help them process through their day. Like you said, yeah. I got to have the schedule. Right now, Camden said 180 days. I pushed hard and I had that schedule. Yeah. So he can just relax. And that could be just his yeah. season right now until he's back into go mode again. That, that's kind of what I thought. I'm kind of, I, I'm really walking on my, just taking it myself mm-hmm. right now. Like not, like not in a selfish way, if you understand, just kind of make sure. I I'm mean, doing... you have to like that, but that's a part of mental yeah. health, like wellness, overall wellness. You got to figure out how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Me at my age, I still have to figure out when I need a break. Yeah. And sometimes it's this it, thing right here. You gotta put your phone away. This yeah. is the worst. <laughs> so because look, let me tell you this. I was you talking about this. I was telling I was just saying I haven't communicated with people in a while. Yeah. Especially at school. Yeah. And I didn't realize it till like five seconds ago, but it's all because of this. I put it down like every day. I'm on my phone. My screen time has went like dropped straight down yeah. from like before I started playing golf because I spend so much time playing golf and Doing other things, I'm not looking at that screen all day, and I'm not. You know, but I, but I also have to take a time yeah. to relax and look at the screen and enjoy something. Right. And for me, it's watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. <laughs> I watch it and I love it, and that's how I go to bed because I just I oh, I. Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Andy Samberg. I, I, I just to watch that. I don't. I, don't I love that show. My so thing. Much. Here's the thing though. Like this week, you caught us on such a good week because. Yeah. I think Monday, I really believe that for me and Daniel, something special happened. I don't know what oh, we were doing for before. Me. We were kind of, I think both of us were maybe in a bit of a funk. But it was... We, so- Matt, me and you both were in like terrible moods, I would say. I was worse, but yeah. you were also kind of a little... I was probably on edge there. a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I can be on edge. What was wrong? You were, the, you were a little yeah. less understanding, if that kind of sums it up. Anyway, but we kind of had a thing where like, just we had such a special day Monday... And we, we, especially when we got home to church, that, that just opened our eyes up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. And we just really felt like God was just walking our lives. And we just really, I think we reformed ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Get more yeah. structured with this, you know, this calendar yeah. we were talking about. And for me, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I'm being lazy. Because, I mean, like I said, once I do get up, I mean, every day, I mean, literally every day I'm working on something you for the podcast. Stuff. Yeah, you have stuff that you got to do. I'm working on something for, you know, other things that I'm, what's well, the J.K. is banging on it, but... Yeah. <laughs> But no, it gets to the point where it's like, you know, I'm doing, you know, something every day, whether it be, you know, writing, whether it be, you know, my other endeavors that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in a good place in life right now. I definitely, definitely. feel like I'm just doing the right thing. Okay, well, you gotta I remember, have structure. I, I remember we did the podcast with Josh and Marty, and before we could start, and like, it was terrible because we had bad connection here, we had to go to my house. Yeah. Before, me and him were just not getting along at all. I mean, I couldn't look at him without us just saying something to each other. Like, it was just bad. And then we started going on the podcast, and we just started laughing it up. Yeah. And then, like, after, it was just, like, a click. And, that like, was healing. It was click, and, but, what day did we do that podcast? Which one? Josh and Marty. Friday. 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 Last week. Yeah. So it was a Friday. Saturday, I didn't see him. Sunday. Sunday, I saw him. And it was like, well, I don't even really talk to each other much. Yeah. But that was because you were with Jordan. It was Mother's Day, whatever. Yeah. Monday... Just some, I mean, like I saw him, and it was just like it was back. Like I could tell that. That was, know, that, was, that, was okay. that was. We're bouncing ideas. Always stays this fun. It really was. It, yeah. And, and then, ever since then, we've just been on the roll. Well, that's good. I'm glad y'all can acknowledge yeah. that. You had a rough time, and now y'all good. You're right. And you know, back to you know, you a little bit. Uh, two things I do want to touch on. You were the first vegan I ever met when you were a vegan. Did yep. you know that? Oh, you're not no. anymore. She hasn't been vegan like a year and a half. Yeah, but <laughs> about, a, <laughs> yeah, about a year. So, the reason why that happened, I mean, I, I, I had gotten sick. I needed to change some things in, in my diet. And I think that's the start of so many things. If you're having health issues, address your diet, figure it out for yourself. Everybody's diet is going to be different and what they need um, and what their goals are. So, it's not like a one-size-fit-all. It's you, water. It's water. Yeah, drink tons of Dude, water. I, I'm telling you. Did I you, get back did you a hydro drug? It wasn't... Right, it wasn't soda. like I was just drinking. It wasn't like I have a cutout soda, but it wasn't like I wasn't like I was just drinking soda or anything. I just like wasn't drinking at all, mm-hmm. like anything. Yeah, you gotta drink water. Like because like nothing. Like I didn't drink literally anything. Yeah. And I realized one time and this was a while ago. It was during golf season. We had a match, and I went out and on the range I could not walk. Like I like I had the worst pain in my side. I really thought I had appendicitis. Yeah. Like it was terrible. Drank like a glass of water and shot forty one. Like I played, I played pretty good. And y'all, y'all like a lot of soda. It was hurt. 
No, I got no. But I love it, Dr. Pepper Land. Dr. Pepper I, Land. I, okay. It's I, look, bigger than it's, land. It's, already, it's, it's already pressed on me, the Dr. Pepper thing, but I don't like Dr. Pepper. It tastes terrible to me. I don't see anybody drinks that. It doesn't have a particular taste. You got cherry soda. Coke has a specific taste. Dr. Pepper has no this taste. I like Pepsi. I don't, it's like cinnamon. Of course you don't. Like, <laughs> of course you don't. I mean, what is yeah. Because you like. Probably like Although I had juice. I bet you drink almond water. milk. Water. Get you an almond milk when you'll see almond oil. Milk. You actually, yeah, coconut you, like, milk. You actually drink almond milk. Oat milk. Yeah, I have those three in the fridge right now. So, um. That's awesome. Is it like $27 for a gallon? No. I mean, it's not. Is it more expensive too, How do we get, get on nutrition? All right. Because I asked about food. All this right, so I started eating meat again. What else do we want to know? Okay, what's right. meat to you? Yes. It's chicken, fish. I mean, I, I eat... So you can eat fish? <laughs> yeah. Can you eat okay. steak? Yeah. You can eat cow, right? I had had a steak. I, um, I did have beef. I mean, I had like ground beef, so it's not like a... So taco? My, my, my eating is not exciting by any means. Yeah. It should be. I thought it, it was going to be. It should be. No, it's not. It's not exciting. <laughs> so that's when I'm like, don't follow yeah. my plan of, Although, of eating. I, is there... How hard was it for you to find vegan food in Tracy County? When you say vegan food, there's a lot of stuff that I want to call convenience food, like packaged foods or whatever, yeah. and like you just have to be careful. Did with you ever that. eat like those fake? Yeah, I like, used to... what, Did you ever go to Burger King with those? That now food? listen, that Whopper Burger King was is good. I said uh, I, I think, think Burger the King is the worst establishment in fast food history. I'm not gonna co-sign on it, but I, I don't eat a lot Can of fast food anyway. Burger King is terrible. Alright, okay. every time I've ever had a Whopper, there's so much mayonnaise on it. And I'm white, but like there's so much mayonnaise on it. Just say no mayonnaise. <laughs> it's not that hard. You can say light mayo. Um, that'll help. So. They had Hoshi pie that was good. No? Oh, okay. Anyway. So. We go from mental okay. health to... <laughs> we just detoured somewhere. Yeah. No, no, but that's how it worked. It's like I got... Oh, I mean, wow. this would happen if we were at Cracker Barrel. So something that we can all unite on, hopefully. Okay. Um, the NBA playoffs? No, I'm just. Do you kidding. want to talk about? Uh, no, we don't. I don't know. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? I don't know. I was going to say, um, you know, one thing that I feel like we all, especially, I think the three of us really have a strong conversations on a lot of times is, you know, God and you know, mm-hmm. faith and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, can we dive into that a little bit? Yeah. So, what would you say has been like, kind of a strong, you know? Point in your face, you know, how did, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what has been your... Like a strong point or a moment where What's there was a, moment a test? God, yeah, or maybe when God just really, when 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 you when God was just really there for you or just something like so that. So, I'm, I'm going to go back to 2010. And this was when, um, actually before then, we can, we can say 2009, late 2008. Um, my gramps had gotten sick. And they couldn't figure out what was going on. Uh, you know, they said it was jaundice at one point. She had, you know, different issues. They were still trying to figure it out. So finally, she got to the correct doctor, got the right diagnosis, and she had cancer. Uh, stage yeah. four, pancreatic cancer. And we were all on the phone just kind of like, whoa, you know, what does this mean? You know, you hear cancer, it's like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is the end. So for me... Uh, at this time, I, I wasn't saved. I, I knew about Jesus. I was reading the Bible. You know, I I played church for a while. Or I go to church for the parents of just kind of being there. Yeah. Um, but there there's something a shift happened in me to where I wanted to know the Lord, and I had to change. I, not me, not me. I I couldn't change who I was. I needed to spend more time with Him for the changes. You're good. Okay. So, so the changes uh, uh, that could be seen from from me serving could be seen. That's really drawing me off. Um, it, it's, I don't, I don't know even what know it what is, is, but it happens like every gaps. podcast, and it's like, whatever. Okay. I'm well, like, I'm right here. Yeah. All right. I, I lost my thought. I'm like, am I going to have to kick the wall down? Um, Maybe. So, let me finish my story. <laughs> I'm like, it's a deep, good story. And we're it is. Let's get Not that. there. All right. So, um, she had an 18-month battle. But I remember being able, with the job I had, to go home for a month. And I spent every day with her. She was still well. She had, uh, 
uh, a pack of like liquid uh, chemo that she had on like a backpack and everything. And uh, I spent every single day with her, like in between work or like every morning I would try to get over there and have coffee and breakfast with her, just whatever, just spend the time with my gramps. And um, I got back here, I was living in Charlotte and oh, we got God. a call from my mom. My mom was like, gramps wants to go to hospice. And we knew then, like, oh my gosh, you know, we're really gonna have to face this reality of losing the backbone of our family. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, didn't know that timetable. Like my brother and I, we were living here in Charlotte. The rest of the family's back home in Tennessee. And um, it was just like, not panic, but it was like, we really have to face this reality. Well, I was able to get home and my family was panicked. Like everybody else, they didn't want to be there in the hospital. I remember before I got there, not knowing what to expect because a few weeks had gone by and I hadn't seen my gramps. And I remember getting in the elevator to go up to her room and just a, like a wash of peace came over me. And I was good because flying, landing, getting picked up by my family, like I was tore up on the inside. It was just, I was overwhelmed with emotion, not crying, but just like, a, I don't know what to expect. Like we've never had to deal with anything like this. I got off the elevator, get to the room. It was great. I was, I was thankful to be there. Uh, I knew she was transitioning, you know, from this earth. And I was like, okay, family's leaving out. They're like, all right, you know, we're going to head out. I get down to the car. I grab my bag. I go back in the hospital. They're like, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm going back to stay with Gramps. There's no way. There's no way I could have left to leave her there by herself you know, to die by herself. So I, I go back in and it was the most peaceful two and a half days of my life. Wow. And I, I wouldn't trade that for anything to celebrate her going to heaven and being there for her last breath. So for me, most impactful is how watching her go through life and love people, even in her lack, like she wasn't a rich woman, but she didn't have a lot, but she loved everyone around her. To see her live that way, to see Jesus use her in that way was such an impact on myself and, and my older brother. So to have that moment, um, I celebrate that more than anything. I cherish, I cherish that more than anything in my life to yeah. see that. Just so precious. So yeah. I know that was probably heavy, but for me, no, that was great. for me, it's, it's more encouraging than what anybody can understand. And I Definitely. know anybody else who's gone, who has gone through that and knowing and have that confidence of your family members going to heaven. That's such a piece. So that I, I shouldn't say that's my goal in life. Um, if I'm living the way Christ wants me to live, I want people to have that joy of when I'm not here that man, she loved people. And I want to say that I love people because of Christ, how Christ loves me and how he's able to use me every single day. I started out saying what I do in prevention is ministry. I try to live my life as ministry. So if I can encourage people, if I can love people, if I can give hugs, um, just taking a second to listen to somebody because we touched on mental health. Sometimes people want to know that you're paying attention. Like, will you take a second of time which you don't get back? so valuable will you take a second to give them that moment in that space to speak Definitely. it's amazing it is yeah and i, I mean last, good, last night i really uh divulged into philippians and you know, i wrote it down uh philippians one paul paul I, it talks about how he would rather i'm not sure what i think it was to live is what is it? Live is Christ, but to die. live is Christ, but die is gain. And I think I mean that's just amazing. But he said that he would, he would be fine dying, as long as people got to know the good news of the Lord. And I think I wrote down that Paul's faith is so strong that he would be willing to die, and he is happy to die for people to to know the Lord, to know the, Lord. the Lord. And he yeah. want I mean he writ he wrote that from from prison to the Church of Philippi, and I think I was just. I really think me and Paul would connect a lot. And Camden posted on Twitter today. He tweeted, he said that um, if you did any, if you, podcasters, if you could interview anybody, who would it be? Who would it be? And I said, dead Paul. But I said a lot of Tiger Woods. But I, dead Paul, because I would love to just divulge with him on his faith. Yeah. Because I, I don't, 
I cannot understand how Paul has that much faith. Mm. And I think he just, he knows about that. I mean, think about, he was killing Christians. Yeah. And he goes from that. I mean, if if you look at him, he is the prime example. And if I think anybody has been saved and they said they've been changed. When Paul was saved, he was changed yeah. completely. You you see it in, in people's lives. Though. You can see Definitely. it in your life. You see it yeah. in our everyday lives and how we we want to serve the Lord and we want to love others. So what you posted that question. What was yours? Who would you? Who would I like to interview? Yeah. Oh, I vote uh, Jordan Peterson or Elon Musk. Really? Do you know who you, you know Jordan Peterson? Yes. I love him. Yes. My mom, he did the commencement speech mm-hmm. at Hillsdale College, mm-hmm. which is where well, I'd love to go. But uh, I take you know online courses there right yeah. now that'll free. And my mom and I, we 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 actually got to you know, spend some quality time. We just watched it together, mm-hmm. and it was he is so just brilliant. Smart. I think, and just the way he like. Like, um, what I love is that he was, a, he was, you know, he's been, he's has, he's only been famous like six years mm-hmm. since, you know, he had mm-hmm. well, that one video that went viral. And my whole thing is, you know, he was an atheist for, for mo- mo- most of his life. And, but what I, I watched him, I'm trying to remember what I saw him. I saw him on something and he's, he's really into like, uh, the old Testament now in mm-hmm. Genesis and breaking down the symbolism mm-hmm. and that. What I love. And from a psychological standpoint, you know, I'm really into, like, you know, psycholo- psychology. Uh, I'm reading a book right now. It's actually called The Cave of Life. It's kind of like uh, kind of a biography of uh, Western culture and philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but this, this, I mean, it was just something. The way he just, when you listen to him, it's almost like, it's it's draining a little bit because it's just so deep. It's just like, oh, but yes. I started out but trying to rerun it. one of his books and I had to just put it away. I was like, I'm I'm just not in a place mentally where I could digest this. Like so um I'm Which not reading the book. Um is it the twelve rules? Twelve rules for life or was yes, it? Yes, it's twelve rules for life. Oh that's his, that's his big one. So yeah. I'm like I can't I, I started reading chapter one and I, I think I was a few pages in. And I was like mm, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not I, prepared I for this out. right now. But this one book I'm reading read right now, the cave in the light. It is so, it's the same one. It is so deep that, like, I'm struggling to read a few pages every day because it's just so, like, yeah. wow. It is. It's, it's a like lot. It's, like, mind-opening. Oh, yeah. What, do you, what are you reading, Daniel? Nothing right now, really. Okay. Yeah, so, nothing sorry. really outside sorry. of the Bible. No. You got but, I, but I follow that. Yeah. I follow that. Because I know that's what I need to read. But if I had to choose, my next book would either be Fault Lines by Vody Bauckham. Oh, I love it. You like it? So, I read it last summer. I, I went through, yeah, I went through a whole, Came out April, um, of last year, huh? Came out April last year. I think so. I went through a whole, uh, book study over at Crassy Pond every week, every Tuesday we met and we discussed this book. Oh, wow. So let me tell you what was so awesome about this. Um, now the book is amazing. I encourage you to read the book. Um, and that's been a challenge for me. Like I try to pick a book to read, um, and what you guys may not know about me is I love leadership books. When I was driving over here, I was listening to a podcast. I feel bad because Camden always says, "You did you listen? Did you listen? And I don't podcast a whole lot. But now I'm trying to get back to that. But I was listening to um, mm-hmm. Focus 3 with, with Tim Kite. Um, Coach Bachelor told me about that one. So I've been digging into to that. But I, I love I love things leadership. You love, you know, all things Jesus. But fault lines. Yeah. I'm going to encourage you to read that. Because I learned, I learned a lot from that. Not just about voting, but just about racial tensions. What you know, what the podcasters may not know, I'm a black woman, so <laughs> I just want to share this uh, with them. I think that's that's pivotal. I mean, yes. I, I come with a different perspective. Definitely. I get to sit in di- you know different rooms at different tables, but for that book, and I don't want I don't want to give so much. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, but it. I think it's a great book, and I think it's one of those, speaking from an education piece, um, it's something that'll make you more aware. And I, I'm not going to say culturally aware, yeah. but biblically, somewhere you got to answer for some things, and you have to pick where you want to be on the side of that. Definitely. You need to know what you believe and be able to state why you believe that and get people to understand yeah. it. And, and if y'all differ, fine. But you need to differ and leave in love. Yeah. But I think nowadays we differ and it's like, I'm, well, I'm going to tear you down or I'm going to cancel you. And it doesn't help yeah. uh, with the way we should live as Christians. Definitely. So as a true lover of Christ, 
I want to make sure I can state this, but I'm not stating it in a way to where I'm tearing anyone down. But if you choose to dislike me, if you choose to do whatever you want to do, I need to make sure I'm standing and honoring Christ and who I am and how I feel Definitely. and go from there. You're right. And yeah, you know, sure. that, you know, that's something that, you know, it's, it's nice that you bring up. If we could kind of, we, we do, we, we are kind of, we're going to land a plane, land a plane. But okay. if you could, I would like you, before we get into, uh, our final question, I would like to ask you, um, you do kind of have kind of maybe one that does potential spam. I'm not talking to you. I'll sit here on the podcast. Anyway, uh, you have kind of, I guess you would say maybe a not very uh, establishment, not very kind of go with the flow view on some of those issues. Mm -hmm. So what kind of, and you know, we talked about it at lunch the other day, but uh, in a world where that is so kind of mainstream mm -hmm. and so you have to believe this, especially if you fall into this demographic mm -hmm. and yeah. this, this, this is kind of you know, shoved in our face. What kind of brought you to that journey where you yours is uh, maybe thinks outside the box and kind of outside of the norm or what they tell you to? Oh, okay. So for me, I want to learn. Mm -hmm. And I think in conversations you learn. Yeah. So if I'm willing to listen and have that exchange of your life lesson for me, I need to pull from that what I need to hold on to. So that's what I tell everybody. I tell all the students at any school I go to, you need to be willing to grow by having conversations and talking with others. Because the life story and the life lesson that I bring about what I've gone through can educate you and you, you know, can educate me as well. So you have to be willing to listen and we never stop learning. Definitely. So that's a huge point for me. Uh, but some things that have happened through my life, some beliefs that I had held on to, just weren't positive and favorable for who I am as a person and how they line up with Christ. So that's where I start first. Mm -hmm. Like what, what am I doing to help me grow and encourage others? What am I doing to learn and how does all this line up with, with who Christ has made me to be created me to be and walking in that. Like you were talking about a gift. Like we all have something that we absolutely love. So for me, I'm not going to say it's the gift of conversation because I think I get, awkward in times in conversations, That's but I always want to learn. So I need to be willing to hear what you have to share. And I need to pause to take that in. I think that's important. I think I with, with me, so I'm trying to focus on, we talked about this with uh, Sharice when she came on, mm -hmm. is um, that, okay. so like I was saying, um, we all have some sort of gift with me, it's golf, and then it's, you know, whatever. Politics, whatever you're into at that time. But I think the main thing is we use, we find what we love, and we find that what we're good at, and we use it. When you, I think it's with your job, you're really Definitely. good at that, and you use it, and you spread God's word through that. Because mm -hmm. everybody can find God through whatever it is. Yeah. Somebody commented on here a couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh. A really, yeah. made made my week, said that, they live in California, I think, right? They yes. live in California, and okay. our pocket is the only kind of church that they have. Really? They said that They said that on the episode with Holden. We posted on the scam page. Shout out to Bethany. Oh, so that's oh, the gosh. only thing that they but, have that's similar to a church in there. That is Wait, awesome. She, she literally said, she's, this is in Humboldt, California. She goes, uh, I love this podcast. It'll something to I love this podcast. I love how the, oh, this is the closest thing to church I get. I love how they walk the Bible into it. Yeah. And that is something that really kind of confirmed to me. That's encouraging. That, you know, that's that, we all, that we all make a difference. I'll tell you what, that podcast was holding. He sounded like he didn't take a breath at all. Oh my like, God. Like listening no. to it, it, I it was, was, it was, <laughs> it was, it's hard, it's hard to listen to. So, it's hard to listen to. Yeah. But so. it's so, it was so encouraging. But to hear that this is the only church that they are hearing, that's got to let you know, hey, I'm, I'm doing something right. So you, whatever you are doing, yeah, make sure it points back to edifying the Lord. Yeah, exactly. and I and I would say also I think um, I was just thinking about this in my head the biggest problem I think we have in America, and I said this with the podcast about home is we can't converse. Yeah, and conversations people don't want to listen. That to me is also the biggest problem we have yeah. with youth. I don't see any people that are having conversations like me and Cameron are having. Mm -hmm. And I think there's there there are so many people that are capable of it and yeah. that could do it better than we could, that just don't. Yeah, but I, I think, think for this time you have to receive it as God's using you 
for this. Yeah. And you said having those conversations um, as an adult. I want to encourage adults that are listening to this. Listen to young adults. Yeah. So that's encouraging to me. I don't, I don't know everything. And I don't walk in a room like I know everything. Yeah. I, w- I present myself to, hey, I'm here to learn. Like I mean, any, any boards I'm on, wherever I am, I'm here to learn. I want to listen. So when I need to chime in, when it's time to, I, I want to make sure I'm aware and I'm educated on what I'm talking about or what I'm there for. We all can just speak and you can spout out things that are wasteful, that aren't productive or help, helpful for anyone. So when it's go time, be, be ready. Yeah. So I think God's using you in this perfect moment right now for this. And that kind of leads into our final question. We always like to ask guests. And it's a little bit different. What if I had questions? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, My we love that. too long. Oh, okay. uh, for, <laughs> no, I, I'll no, ask you a question. Go ahead. So we just talked about a gift. You talked about right now your gift yeah. is golf. I think my gift right now, in the here and now, is, I don't know if I have, I'd say my specific gift is, you know, kind of conversations, what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. I think, I think maybe people. Yeah. And I think producing content with conversations, like yeah. the podcast is something I'm extremely passionate about. Yeah. It's my favorite thing I'm okay. doing. And, uh, I'll just say, you know, I, I'm, you know, pretty active in the community with like, you know, uh, political elections mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I would say definitely that's my calling. So, I mean, we all, we all have something that excites us. So if I say, all right, we're going to finish this podcast or we're going to go do A, you know, what is it? What sets your heart on fire? Like, think about that. And I always think about that as, as being the gift that you don't want to waste because Christ is giving you that. Like, it sets your heart on fire. You're like, we're going to go play golf. Oh, we're going to play golf. Like, yeah. it sets your heart on And later in life, that might change. Mm-hmm. So your why is much bigger than you. And sometimes it can oh, wow. make you yeah. sick, yes. you know, like sickening because you're like, I'm so nervous because I don't want to mess this up. Mm-hmm. everybody has it so I'm going to tell you it, I just read a book a couple years ago I told you I'm trying to pick up on my book reading um, mm. uh, and I'm going to say his last name wrong I don't know if it's Simon Sinek or Simon Sinek it's S-I-N-E-K is his last name and it's called Start With Why mm-hmm. everybody has a why your it. basis for it. everything and I absolutely I absolutely love that in that frame of thinking. But thinking of that and letting it be from Christ is how I want to live out my life. That's yeah, perfect. that's awesome. And just one last comment on the thing I was kind of saying question? is yes. when you said, it really hit on for me when you said adults listen to oh yeah young people. I One thing I think about is like the problems in schools, especially in public schools. I think... Teachers feel like they know, but they just don't know. I mean, I feel like they really don't. Like, they know to an extent of what's going on, but they don't know fully why someone's doing that and why they're... And yeah. I think one teacher... It's disconnect. One teacher, and I, I've said it, I think, on the podcast store, I said to Kim all the time, Miss Taylor, my favorite teacher. Oh, okay. I was like... No, I'd be mad. I was like, oh, no. She is single-handedly my favorite teacher of all time. Because what she has done... She thought this was about to take another direction. She listens so well. She's just... She's awesome because I if I if I got caught doing something, say I was smoking like in her class, right? Well, and that one time. Me, but, we'll, we'll talk about it after. And she says... <laughs> oh, I never done it. But say I was... She, I got caught doing something in her class. She would like... Before get me in trouble listen to me and let me explain to her why I'm doing that and why it's going on. I think that's something that really hits home for that's me. That's good. Is adults need to listen more. we got to listen. To capture it more. And yeah. I, I would like to say that you learned something from us just talking here. Yep. And that's some, that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to learn somehow. Yep. And they need to learn from, whereas young people, I mean, people that don't even know what they're saying, yeah. they're just having a conversation, they can learn so much yeah. from that. And that's just... Just take a pause and listen. Everybody should oh, do yeah. that. Everybody should do it. So, we always ask our guests, but it's different because a lot of times when we have a guest, especially, you know, if it's someone, you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of more, like, this is, like, we all know each other, we're all friends, yeah. so it's kind of, it's pretty yeah. laid back, but, you know, when it's someone else, it's kind of more, hey, maybe if they don't know us as well, it's yeah. a little bit harder to answer this question, uh-huh. but I do want to ask you, you know, you know us and you're you know involved in our lives what would you say your advice for us would be whether it be in our own lives individually or on the podcast what would you like to see from the podcast but what what would, what would the be the podcast I'm always giving you ideas behind the scenes I know. on the podcast yeah, put you on silent oh. I'm telling you 
If we had the money. Um. Pay you in water. Yeah, pay me in water. And fill up my jug. Yeah, help me fill up my jug and give me snacks, please. Um, I'm gonna say you gotta continue to live your life for Christ. Don't mm-hmm. compromise in that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely don't compromise in that. Um, again, back to what I said shortly. Know what you believe and be able to state why you believe that. And don't cave in that. But make sure your beliefs line up with who Christ has created you to be. First and foremost. Nothing else. That's all yeah. I got. That's, that's beautiful. Thank yeah, you. That's awesome. yeah. And Tony, we... we I know I'm speaking for both of us when I say we really appreciate what you're doing, not just in the community, but what you're doing in our lives. We have such a wonderful group of people that support us with this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know. I mean, I told my mom the other day, she's just always just supported everything I've wanted to do, everything we've wanted to do on the podcast. I love it. But thank you for just everything. And it was awesome having you on. Daniel, do you have any closing stuff you'd like to? Thank you all for listening, obviously. And, um... We'll see you next week. All right. Thank you.